I love that. Amen, amen. Lord, we praise you. Worship songs. For January this year, we're doing a sermon series, and it's called Your Summer Playlist. The idea of weaving a song into a sermon seemed like a challenge for me at first. I thought, what songs speak to me? And does this mean I need to be musically talented or something like that? As a young boy, I played guitar in the church band. The band consisted of Dad on the piano, another guy on a 12-string guitar, and me strumming away, playing the same three notes with no idea of what the key was. When I was a little bit older, I played the cornet in a bigger band and continued to play three notes with no idea what chord we were in. Recently, see, chords, notes, I don't know. My wife's laughing at me, so I know I got it wrong. Recently, Anita and I rang my auntie in Auckland to sing Happy Birthday. And the idea was we would both sing and Anita would play away on the ukulele. So we rang up my auntie, hello, and started singing Happy Birthday. But straight away I noticed Anita wasn't singing. She was playing the ukulele. Now, what do I want to do? Do I? So I kept singing, didn't I? And Anita seemed to have quite a smirk on her face and... And at the end, my auntie seemed to be laughing quite a lot. But we said happy birthday and goodbye and hung up. And I said to Anita afterwards, why weren't you singing? And the response, I was singing in a different key. Beyond me, but that was it. So music and song have always been a part of my life. But a common denominator is that I'm not talented per se, with instruments or singing, perhaps. So you'd be looking forward to today about a song. I was going to play it, but I forgot my guitar. <laughs> Got a ukulele. But in God's grace, there are many songs that have meaning to me. And I don't think God is too concerned about my singing. So I'm going to continue singing loud, and I hope that you will as well. My opportunity today is to present a message that details a song that has meaning to me. I wanted to find a song that I connected to, and that I connected through with God as well. One song that definitely captures my attention is sung by Shane and Shane. They sing a song about Psalm 8. The song leads me into praise every time. It removes any barriers I have or any lack of musical talent and draws me closer to God. I find Shane and Shane's music genuine. It feels Holy Spirit-led, and it's from the heart. 
the song, I can honestly say, helps me connect to God and helps me feel aware of his majesty. Through many psalms, we praise God. And Psalm 8 is about praising God, but in particular, his creation as well. So praising God and his creation. I'd like to share this song with you now. So we'll play the song, and then I'll share a bit more after it. <laughs> no, no. stars you set in motion, oh God, I sing all glory and honor, what is man, I'm mindful, the son of man, that you would care for me, we sing all glory and honor,
hearts and in our homes and in our nation and all around the world, lift your name high and start with us, we pray in Jesus' name. So firstly, pure and simple, Shane and Shane are worshipping with the word of God. They take his word and they sing it in a way that I can connect to. Through the song, I can't help but praise God and his creation. I'd like to read Psalm 8 now. You're welcome to turn to it as well. Psalm 8, I'm reading from NIV. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory in the heavens. Through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. When I consider your heavens the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have set in place. What is mankind that you are mindful of them? Human beings that you care for them. You have made them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honor. You made them the rulers over your works of, the works of your hands. You put everything under their feet. All the flocks and herds and all the animals of the wild, the birds of the sky, the fish of the sea, all that swim the paths of the sea. Lord, O oh Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Pretty cool psalm, pretty cool song, I think. Psalm 8 encourages me. It reminds me of how our God, the sole creator of everything on heaven and in the sea. And he knows me. It reminds me of the promises that he has for me. Over time, I have become more conscious of the world and the universe that we live in. In the past... I didn't really think too deeply about creation. It was there. Many things looked nice. I particularly liked the ocean, and I really liked going for a surf. Yet the more time I take to be present and look to the magnitude of creation in trees, in mountains, through to the moon and the stars, I think more about how awesome our creator is and how he has love for little me. Shane and Shane's song cover much of Psalm 8. The chorus talks of how majestic our God is. The chorus says, O Lord, our Lord, how awesome are your ways. How majestic is your name in all the earth. May we see your kingdom come. Father, may your will be done in all the earth. I think as David wrote Psalm 8, he was making a declaration at all that God does 
says and is. David takes a gasp, if you like, at how incredibly great God is. And by contrast, humans are small. Yet God has tremendous love for us. He puts glory and honor upon us. I believe the astonishment that David has should be ours. Why should God care for us? To me, part of the answer is that he made us in his image and he gave us the world to care for. The song says, when I look at your heavens, the moon and stars you set in motion, I sing all glory and honor. Isn't it incredible today, the technology that we have? David couldn't see what we can see today. Yet he was in awe of God's creation. We're going to play a clip in in a moment. It's just a short clip. But I want to show to you how today I can jump on a computer and show you so much more than what David could see. And I think this clip is a really good example to us of this majesty, at least in some ways, that we're talking about. I hope you enjoy the clip for just a moment and then we'll, we'll carry on.
It's always amazed me how big our universe is. And we don't even see it all. And then when it comes back down, the micro, if you like, side of it, that enormity, that's a new word, enormity, and then to such small, all created by our God, the majesty of our God. There was a photo taken in 1990 by the Voyager 1 space probe. The photo was taken from about 6 billion kilometers away from Earth. In the photo, Earth's appearance or apparent size is less than a pixel. God's Earth is a tiny dot against the vastness of space. Then there are his stars. God has set stars in motion that make sounds. The biggest stars make deep sounds, like tubers or double basses. Small stars have high-pitched voices like flutes. Even the sun has thousands of different sound waves bouncing around inside it. And all of this only gives us a glimpse of how great our God is. I think of all that God created. And here I am, making mistakes, not always living or growing in my life as he had planned. Yet he cares for me. How could I not praise him for this? To me, praise is expressing admiration and thanks. And I think the stars, for one example, should be something that lead us to outbursts of praise for our Father. To consider God as an awesome creator of everything, and yet loving, forgiving, and faithful to us. The next words in the song. What is man that you are mindful? The son of man that you would care for him. And all the earth you gave dominion to your children. And you crowned them with glory and honor. God has declared how valuable we are to him. And he sets us free from feelings of worthlessness. He places us a little lower than himself and the angels. How great is it that instead of visiting us with judgment as we deserve, God has fatherly compassion and cares for us. He's concerned for us. I found our Father's majesty is not heavy-handed, but instead He overcomes difficulties through meekness. Not through powerful or rich or necessarily powerful people, or perfect people, I should say. And I think there is a solace that we can take from that. A peace from knowing that God wants to use us. A peace that we don't have to be sinless 
or at the top of our game to be accepted by him. A confidence in his strength over everything, even when we are weak. Through Psalm 8, I am reminded of how a mighty God came in lowliness and defeated enemies. It's a great thing to be thinking about as we move into the new year. Whatever happens this year, we can choose security and have hope. We're not being small or weak, but choosing strength through the majesty of God. Last verse. The earth is full of the glory of God. Come, make much of the name above all names. Creation cries out and every knee bows. In creation, we see the majesty of our creator. And we might feel small by comparison. But God doesn't consider us small. And he doesn't want us to think of ourselves as small. We become mighty through him. So how should we respond to all this majesty, to God's majesty? We learn in Psalm 8 that childlike faith triumphs over sin and evil. So I believe our response to our majestic God should be to ask for childlike faith. For him to help remove barriers that have maybe grown between us and him. Maybe there are barriers in your life today that you can pray for help with. I love Psalm 8 because on one hand, it talks of how majestic and big God is. And on the other hand, how small we are, yet God loves us. I said at the beginning of the message, Shane and Shane, it's kind of hard to say, Shane and Shane worship in the word of God. They take his word and sing it in a way that I connect to. But there's more to it than that. I believe because the song is including and talking about God's creation, through it, as I hear it, I reflect on what is around me. I'm impacted by visualizing his creation. I live next door to Claudine Showgrounds. And sometimes I go outside at night time and look up to the bush that's there. We're just about a house away. And you stand out there in the dark and the, the bush just seems so big, so magnificent. And sometimes above it are all these stars. It's a different feeling when I'm praying or standing there in his presence with all of that in front of me and when I'm focusing on it compared to maybe being inside and praying there instead. The visual of this helps me to stop and to look to him and to listen to him instead of just talking away myself. The author... Max Lucado, and I'm sorry if I've said his surname wrong, he wrote this. The next time a sunrise steals your breath 
or a meadow of flowers leave you speechless, remain that way. Say nothing and listen as heaven whispers, do you like it? I did it just for you. We'll close in prayer now. Please join me in prayer. And okay. Dear Lord, Lord our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. How is it possible that we are on your mind? That you care so much for us? That you were willing to become a weak and vulnerable child to redeem us? Majestic God, please give us a growing faith, a desire to live in your house, and strength to yield to you each day. Lord, please help us to treat ourselves and every person we meet as infinitely precious, just like you consider us to be. Lord, your name is majestic over all the earth. And we praise you. Amen.